So today we're meeting with a teacher, Claire, to talk about the kids evaluation process. Sometimes new teachers can sort of feel like this process is a little bit difficult to get the hang of, so we're going to be chatting with you today to get some advice on mm -hmm. how to do it well, how to feel confident doing the kids evaluation. So, you ready to talk about it? Yes. Great. Well, my first question is where to start? How do you start preparing for the kids' evaluation? And then how do you actually start it once you walk in the door? Okay. I think it's obviously important to read the evaluation process. The guidelines that are given by TLC are pretty comprehensive and they give you a really good idea of what to include in your first lesson, especially if you're new to teaching as I was. Mm. Um, it's sort of, for me it was a crutch, but it can also be used if you're a more experienced teacher as uh, it can be inspiration for, for more ideas if you have some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually as well included, you can say on, the, on each of the evaluation sheets there's a supply list as well at the bottom. So apart from using some of the ideas that they suggest, you can also use that supply list to think of your own ideas that you might think would be fun for this student. Right. So for example, we can see on the starter evaluation page, it says we could play a balloon or ball toss. Mm -hmm. And then in the supply list, it says a balloon or a ball. We don't have to play that game or bring no. those things, do we? No, exactly. You could use the balloon for something else. Maybe you could draw on it or something. Right. You can use it for whatever you want. Right. Um, They're just ideas. Right? Yeah. 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 And then when you're in the lesson, uh, obviously sometimes it needs some context for the students. So I've often said, hey, we're going to play a game to get to know each other. Cool. And so instantly after that, they kind of know what they're going to do, so they're quite game to get involved. Right. Sometimes with, with a starter student, they might not understand what you say. Right. And you say, we're going to... No, they're not going right. to understand that. <laughs> right. so, yeah. so I've had some young students, and I don't know, I've just blown up a balloon, and we've just started playing because... Already, that's engaged them. You know, oh, a balloon, it's interesting, it's right. fun. Right. We're going to play a game. And the game that you're referring to is the balloon or ball toss. Like, yeah. what's your name? What yeah. school do you go to? How exactly. old are you? Yeah. yeah, and even if that's too basic sometimes, I had a class where we were just playing that game where you try and keep the balloon off the ground. Yeah. And we were just counting up numbers. And that, ah, perfect. that game lasted for quite a long time. Good. More time than you think. And if we look, I mean, we're looking at the starter evaluation right now, and we can see that it suggests, you know, the balloon toss for those initial getting to know you questions about what's your name, where do you live, yeah. kind of things. But then you could even just carry that on into seeing if they know their numbers, yeah. 1 to 10. Colors, what color is the balloon? Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. And you don't have to you don't have to sort of limit yourself to only the things that are listed on the page, right? You can no. sort of like you said, practice colors or maybe yeah. see what adjectives they know or yeah. something like that. Maybe things around the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of improvising that you can do 
with just your environment or something like that. Right. More games for introductions as well could be something like guess who. I mean, that's right. a lot of adjectives in there as well. Right. So, yeah, you can use a lot of stuff that's not on the list as well. Perfect, yeah. Maybe some good advice for a teacher who is new to this process or maybe even new to teaching. Really kind of read over the evaluation before you go in. Treat it as your lesson plan almost. Mm -hmm. And if, it, if you feel more comfortable sticking right to it, then do so. Yeah. And I would say, you know, definitely bring these evaluation pages with you. By mm -hmm. no means are you supposed to memorize everything that's no. on here. Bring it with you. Use it kind of like as a checklist as you go through the activities. Yeah, it's a good idea to read all of them as well because as a new teacher, I didn't know... I didn't know the expectations of each level. Right. So just by looking at some of the questions on the evaluation, you can see what kind of grammar that each student of each level should know. Right. And that was quite a good help to me, good. especially in being able to change up and down right. levels. Well, that's actually, I was going to ask you, here's a hypothetical situation. You get to the class and you start sort of playing this balloon toss game What's your name? How old are you? What mm. school do you go to? And you realize this student has a great accent, mm, yeah. <laughs> is, you know, answering my questions very quickly seems to really understand my questions with no difficulty whatsoever. Yeah. I can then maybe safely assume that they're definitely higher than a starter level. Mm. So what do you do in that situation? When do you know when you should sort of go up a level? and try those questions, how, how do you gauge that? Usually you will be able to read the room and read the situation yeah. and know, like you said, if the student is more than competent at the questions that you're doing, then it's safe to take it up a level because, I don't know, you're not trying to correct the student in the first lesson. It doesn't matter if they can't answer the question. If, they, if you ask them a harder question and they can't answer it, that actually helps you know what level they're on right. and know what they need to work on in your future classes. Right. So it's actually quite good to read all of the level evaluations to know okay, they answered all my starter questions. What kind of, what kind of grammar came up in elementary? How can I challenge them? Right. And you can ask them, uh, instead of numbers 1 to 10, you can say, okay, you've got that, that's perfect, how about we try up to 100 right. in 10s, because that's on the elementary. Right. So it's actually a lot of the, there's a lot of parallels between the evaluations, right. which makes it easier for you as the teacher evaluating them to be able to just add in an extra challenge rather than think of something completely new. Right. You can still stay on the same topic, but just take it up to the next level. Right. Yeah. Do you think it would be a problem if, let's say, I'm in that situation, going back to the example I gave, where I feel like, oh, my, this student just knows everything so mm -hmm. well, and I'm feeling super confident, and I jump ahead to the intermediate level. Yeah. Right? And my student can't really answer those questions. What do I do then? What would your advice be? I think if you've skipped a couple of levels, then just come one back down. You can change the level throughout the whole class. Yeah. Perhaps you start on elementary, then you go to intermediate, then pre-intermediate. Right. Actually, even if the student appears to be straddling over two levels, you can essentially combine them and 
figure out what is the gaps in their knowledge in pre-intermediate and what do they know from the intermediate and then you can use both of those evaluations right. to to figure out the gaps in your students' yeah. knowledge. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad that you mentioned that, that it's not this linear thing. You can kind of jump around to mm. sort of narrow down where exactly the student is. And I think it would be a great idea while you're going through the evaluation process to make some notes on on the evaluation paper to then sort of after class pair the evaluation with the young learner course plans to see in more detail mm. maybe where exactly that student falls because like you said they might be sort of on the the tail end of that elementary course mm. plan sort of entering into pre-intermediate maybe they're sort of entering into intermediate yeah. um, and finding those little details, asking more questions mm. can really help narrow, narrow that down. Yeah, I think yeah, it's important to not rush the evaluation because it, it gives you the materials for the next year, essentially. Right. If, you sort of, if, right. You, if you know what the student is lacking, then great. But if, if you haven't spent enough time sort of trying to fine-tune it, then it can be difficult sometimes. Right. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask, how do you stop the evaluation? How do you know when to stop? Mm. Sometimes uh, I find that a lot of the kids' evaluations that I did took the whole class. Yeah. So sometimes you don't need to put a stop to the stop, evaluation yeah. unnaturally. Right. I mean, I don't know. I remember you telling me shortly after the inductions that... Yeah. Maybe plan a few extra activities, but yeah. the evaluation may well take the whole lesson. Yeah. I sort of laughed it off, but it's true. Right. It's true. It, <laughs> it can take quite a, not a long time, but if you really just enjoy the class, it doesn't have right. to be so methodical. You right. can just enjoy the activity, and if the student enjoys it, then you don't have to stop. It's a, it's a fun review for them, too. I mean, especially mm. if you've planned some fun games, and mm. you, I mean, you don't just focus on the balloon, but you also yeah. bring a lot of flashcards or mm. dice uh, for some of the activities. Different things like that, if you sort of incorporate all these different games, mm. it can be a really fun review for the students also because they haven't had classes all summer, so they're kind of coming in. Maybe they are definitely at a pre-intermediate level, mm. but it never hurts to review yeah. the first two levels either. No, absolutely. Um, so yeah, okay, that's that's good advice. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. don't rush. Take a, yeah, take a variety, like you say, a variety of different games, flashcards, activities, and it just feels so much more natural. It's not like a it's not like a mechanically structured class. It's just kind of, yeah, a fun quiz or like a fun review for them. Perfect. Um and also a get to know you class. Well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If if you do sort of need to stop, for example, I think if the student isn't understanding your questions mm. or you've really sort of hit a roadblock, then you can combine it with a lesson plan. Essentially, the evaluation is a lesson plan and right. you can incorporate it into your plan for that class. Right. You don't have to just test the student. You can take some opportunity to teach as well. Right. Uh, and that's... I mean, it's actually a good start because it means that the student can get to see how you teach and you right. can get to understand how they learn and right. things like that. So yeah. it's, it's not a bad thing if you feel like you've run out of questions and instead you have to teach, teach. something because right. 
you're essentially starting the next class. I think, too, it's important that we point out that this is going to be a very flexible type of class. You might not know what you're getting into. Mm. Of course, looking on the portal for a class that's sort of, or a course, a student that's already had classes before, you can see more or less where they're at. Mm. But if you're going to be teaching a student who's new with us, yeah. you're going in sort of not knowing what to expect. Mm. So I think it's important to prepare for the first lesson to be a bit flexible. Mm. But I love how you said, you know, just sort of treat it like a lesson plan after. And if there's a roadblock, then teach, yeah. you know? Mm. And it doesn't have to be, a, and it shouldn't be, because we're teaching kids, it shouldn't be a structured lesson, get out your whiteboard or anything no. like that. It's just as simple as taking those flashcards that you brought to test your student on animals. Mm. Well, don't test your student now. Teach yeah. with those flashcards or play some games with the flashcards. Hide yeah. them around the room and, you know, mm. call out one of the animals and they have to find it. Yeah. Um, it will feel similar mm -hmm. to the evaluation because, of course, being a teacher, you're still asking a lot of questions. Mm. So, yeah, you just sort of switch gears and, and teach those parts. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and I think with an intermediate student, sometimes they just blow through the evaluation in seconds right. or ten minutes, and you, perhaps you've planned a whole lesson. Right. That happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those lessons, I mean, you sort of, you can take a minute while they're talking about something and think, all right, we're coming to the end of this evaluation. You have to think fast. I mean, right. that's what teachers do. Right. Uh, and so... Never stop asking questions. That's right. what I did. Yeah. Um, because you can potentially go from asking questions that are testing their grammar or their vocabulary. You right. can go from that to actually asking questions about them right. and getting to know them because then you can use their interest in future classes. Right. And that's a really good tool as well. Right. So you don't always have to teach something necessarily to intermediates. You can if you want, but if they've feel really confident and they have a very high conversational level than just yeah. talk. <laughs> right. I think too something that we focus on as teachers is, you know, asking all the questions to our students. Mm. And I think it's a great idea to give them an opportunity to ask us questions too. Mm. Because especially those intermediate students, when they have the opportunity to have a genuine conversation in English. Yeah. You know, most students will sort of take that opportunity and say, where are you from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, how long yeah. have you been here? Do you like chili? What have you seen? Do, yeah. Have you traveled before? What's, what's your favorite food? I mm. mean, they'll love to get to know you also. So create that space and give that opportunity to your students. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some really great resources, I think, um, where you sort of write a few facts about yourself and they have uh, to guess yeah. what the question is and right. things like that. And um, Yeah, and definitely encourage the students to ask you things and yeah. to talk a lot as well because well the more they talk the more you can evaluate them as well exactly yeah <laughs> it's sort yeah. of it's a constant process right yeah of evaluation yeah um but it's just more subtle with intermediate students right that are more confident right yeah you as the teacher also have more opportunities with up with intermediate students or pre-intermediate students to make more notes about mm. maybe patterns of errors that they're making or weaknesses they might have uh, because you're going to find it's probably going to be more conversational at those levels than at the lower levels. Your, mm. your hands are full yeah. with balloons and cards and things like that <laughs> at the lower levels. And at the higher levels, you know, it's more kind of speaking yeah. activities. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, sort of be aware of um, what grammar you're asking in a question. Yeah. Um, for example, what if questions, you know, any of those questions, that's, right. you're testing a high level of grammar. Yeah. I mean, it's just a conversation, but also you're testing that level of grammar. So if you've got an intermediate student or someone that you think might be intermediate, then yeah, be aware of what grammar you're asking in your question. Yeah. And if they can answer it well, then, then that's great. And they understood that grammar point. If there's a bit of misunderstanding, maybe the tense is wrong when they answer, then right. you've got something to work with. So right. It's good. No, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Well, my last question really is, what do you do once you're done? So you've sort of wrapped up the class, you have a, a pretty good idea of the student's level. At least you really should have a good idea of the student's level after you've had that first class with them. Mm. So then what do you do? Yeah, good question. So <laughs> I think post-lesson you have to, as always, go to the portal mm. and you fill in your lesson review. Mm -hmm. You can write what happened in the lesson, what they liked, what they didn't like, mm -hmm. just as a note to yourself or as a note to, um, yeah, just to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and then underneath there's a little box that will say academic notes and in there you should write the level of the student, the level that you deduced from your class. Right. And then that will get sent to, to you, me, Jackie, yeah. and, and it will get recorded on the system. Right. Yeah. Right. So then that class is kind of confirmed and you can keep going. Yeah. And then, you know, you would just kind of plan your, your next class, mm. looking at the course, at the Young Learner course plans to say, okay, I think my student falls here. And you'd sort of select a starting point, essentially. Yeah. And then just sort of go through that course plan at your own pace, at the student's pace, mm. focus on those games, because, you know, the evaluation is not the only time you should be having games and fun and things no. like that in your class so lots of games and yeah just sort of keep it going yeah, yeah that's it I mean the whole teaching year is I don't know they all felt like evaluations to me the only mm. difference with the evaluation is that you're testing a lot in one class right um after that you you just do exactly the same thing more games more questions mm. a little bit of teaching obviously right um but focusing on smaller parts and in more detail. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Making sure they don't have any holes in their learning as they Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I guess we should just say to all of our new teachers that are going to be doing their first kids' evaluations really soon, good luck. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. If you have any questions, just ask. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your help, your advice sharing your experience doing evaluations, mm -hmm. and yeah, thank you. No problem.